Hello, hello everyone. You've tuned in to Radiant Spy Design. I'm Veronica Entwistle. And who are you? We're going to ask you to call in with your questions, with your comments and feedback on guests and uh, anything else that you want to talk about. But first, I'd like to talk for a few minutes and then I'd like to do a little bit of a meditation which helps set up our uh, group coherence where we set up a radiance, a common radiance that anybody caught in the tent or the uh, ambiance or the miasma of our radiance gets a chance to pick up speed and feel much more evolved and much more your real self. I want to talk a little bit today about getting to your um, what would we call it? Your true purpose. Who are you? Is it not amazing to realize that you're the only one in the universe that's you? I still, and I've been at this work for a long, long time, but I still am kind of startled. I'll say, oh, I'm the only one that's me. Wow, in the universe. Wow, I thought somebody would uh, tell me how. But the other thing we're understanding is that duality doesn't always have to exist. Now, that's really something to think about. Good, bad, dark, light, um, tall, short, <laughs> you, me. And that uh, there is a huge oneness that this collective that you and I are a part of is a shared collective. I kind of think of it as a great big thing with many, 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 many facets or many ways of presenting uh, within that context. And um, as such... It's really amazing that if you don't like, for example, politics, or if you don't like your relationship, or if you don't like, um, you think people are right or people are wrong, what you need to do is something that you and I have talked about for years, but I want to reiterate or reinvigorate this reality of oneness, that we need to go inside of ourselves, way deep inside, and pull up those very traits that we don't like, greed, uh, dominance, uh, competition, jealousy, uh, rage, anger, blind suspicion, and pick a thing, anything, right? Bring it up and feel it in yourself because there's nothing going on out there that you can't discover within yourself at least a little bit. And then when you bring it up, don't sit there and wallow in it and leave it forever in a day. What you want to do is bring it up and then clear it, command total release. And you're doing, the more you do that, the more and more, you're doing your bit to shift the frequencies out there on the planet, to shift the frequencies in the collective. And it's a really wonderful thing to think about, isn't it? This week on Paradigm Shifters, we ran Donna Wetterstrand. Oh, Donna's an amazing woman. Did you guys like it? I hope you're going to give me some feedback on that. You can get it on the podcast probably in a day or two. And uh, she does Divine Openings, which is Lola Jones's uh, style of evolution, enlightenment, awakening, whatever you want to call it. Lola uh, had, she's already been on the um, seeking, healing, transformative kind of pathway for a long, long time, just as Donna has. But uh, Lola went off to, what I gather is she went off to the Oneness Blessing University, and I'm like this too. I don't really go for the guru thing. I don't follow just one thing and so on, because everything I study, I have to try it out inside myself and really figure out 
whether it suits me. Well, Lola is very like that. She's very evolved, and she did the um, 28 day or 21 day silence program over there in India. And in it, she broke open the silence that she went through, and it was probably some of it was probably pretty grueling, but she broke open and did a lot of awakening. So, when you're with Lola, or you're with Donna Wetterstrand, or uh, Suzanne Eater, or these people that have worked in divine openings. Um, you really feel these amazing energy fields. I talk about the coherent fields that you and I want to set up by doing our in common meditation at the beginning of our show, Radiance by Design. But they do that too. They do these showers or downloads of energy, which is bringing up universal energy, really accessing the divinity within oneself and radiating that out so that very often, when you're going through releasing techniques or exercises of meditation or yoga or breathing or um, just talking or simply being or being quiet, you get these wonderful, wonderful um, feelings of energy that can lift you and really support the evolution of your being, melting off boundaries and so on. Putting it in a linear way like that is probably limiting it, so excuse me for doing that. But in any case, on Tuesday night, we ran an interview with Donna Wetterstrand from Lethbridge, Alberta, and her work with Lola's work, Divine Openings. And I loved it. Having, having her uh, talking about all these different things and talking about how, for example, when you bring up the feeling, for example, say you've got fear, okay, or you've got resistance, or you've got defense, and you don't know why. You look at your life and you see how it's manifesting. You go, oh, um, I'm isolated. Nobody wants to be with me, right? So you find out what's going on inside of yourself and you bring it up and you allow it there. So what if it's like, uh, oh, fear of people or uh, I brought up that whole list, competition, jealousy, defense, pick what one of those things, right? Bring it up. And discover where it is in your body and feel it really, really strongly. And then allow it. Just allow it. I'm allowed to be defensive. I'm allowed to be defensive. And that, coupled with this amazing transcendent energy of these beings, and that energy of defense, for example, will move through your being. So if you start off having a depressed day, my guides have said for years, depression is a collection of unspent feelings, which still fits into all these different pictures, doesn't it? Bring up the depression, and if you can, feel a feeling, anger, frustration, jealousy. Pick a feeling, and as you do that, and once again, as you allow it, and in very, very deep feelings, it might take you a day or two or maybe three and it might kind of plague you for a bit, but all of a sudden, it starts to transcend. Because feelings, remember, emotions are the language of the soul. And these feelings just want to move through you. Sometimes fear is a warning, isn't it? Or you recognize that you're in a situation that could end the way it has before. And then you have a fear, okay? So bringing up that fear and moving it will help you manifest in such a way as to move beyond what happened before. Very magical stuff, but real magic is just 
what you and I are capable of doing, but mostly we haven't explained it to ourselves or we haven't accepted or we haven't allowed it within ourselves. And when we do, boing, your manifestations change around you, how your life is, how people are with you, how you feel inside and outside, maybe even what your hairdo is doing. I don't know about that. <laughs> so, and one more thing I want to say, and I'm going to speak about this off and on tonight, is um, one of our uh, wonderful interviewees, who I can't remember the dates, I was starting to look it up, but anyway, her her um, the dates that we had her on, I don't actually remember. But one of them was in 2008, and one of them was in um, I think 2010. Her name is Rowena Kreider. Okay, you guys, I've been out of the universe, so I have no idea what's going on with my computers. I've got two computers here, and none of them is doing what I want, so we're on my cell phone. I hope you can hear me just fine. Let's do a short meditation, and then let's get to our callers. What I was uh, trying to tell you all is that Rowena Patty Kreider, who's been a visionary artist and a real amazing woman. She was teaching at uh, the Center for, uh, what is it called, CIIS in San Francisco. It's a university, a spiritual university, and she was she taught there for like 12 years and really helped many people step forward in metaphysics. She built rebuilt houses with a view to making them transcendent and spiritual. She has a massive number of books and about, and um, divination cards with amazing symbols on them that can really charge up your ability to evolve. Anyway, she passed at 79. We just found that out. And she was an interviewee several times. And so we're going to run some of her material next Tuesday on Paradigm Shifters. And I hope some of you heard Divine Openings because that's what we're looking for in ourselves. Divine Openings. You and I have the divine within. How about we go right to callers first, and then we'll do our meditation later. So we've got Charlene, who, if you're still there, honey, you've been waiting a long time. I have. It's okay. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> thank you for thank you for waiting. We're having glitches, aren't we? And uh, what can I do for you? You've got a nice light, haven't you? Well, I certainly hope so. Um, I actually, <laughs> I had a very very tragic 2013 and I just want to know if things are going to get better. I okay, let me know. see here. Uh, you got 
Yes, they're going to be way better. But the first thing coming up, honey, is a big, big changes. You've already had them going on. You still have a depression in your in your brain, right? Um, and you are going to go through. I would say the healing has started, and it gets really better starting about the turn of the year. Things are going to start to be almost like. Oh, this is what this is for. And now I will start going up again in a new way. Because you're going to be very new, Charlene. Deep down, you're going to be very uh, new. that makes sense? What? You can't Deep hear down, me? Deep down, I'm going to be very... I, well, I couldn't understand that word. I can hear you. Fine. Uh, you okay, I said you're going to be very new. You're going to be very new. Any what? N-E-W. I was spelling new. <laughs> yeah, new. You are going to be new. Okay. And, okay. And it's going to improve radically by the turn of the year. You're already on the improvement thing. I think it was hard for you in July, wasn't it? Uh, you mean in July of 2013? And 14. July. Yes. Yeah, this past July. Yes. Is that also mm-hmm. hard? Um, no, not as hard as last year. No, I don't. I don't recall anything in two, in July that was very very hard. I don't recall anything. Okay, so what I'm seeing is in terms of the flows of you getting better and better, things you had turning points several times this year, and by. January, you should be feeling everything is on the upswing in a new way, a renewed way. It's hard to go through okay. that stuff, but that's often what makes us, you know. Right. And and can I ask another question? I'm just wondering, are my loved ones around me? Did they both pass over? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was what was okay. Tell me who they were so I don't spend time guessing. Who. Okay, uh, my husband and my son. Okay, I, I was going to say something like that, but I thought it would upset him. So, <laughs> um, they, your husband is very much there. He, um, did they go together? Was it an accident? Oh my gosh, no, that, uh, my son died on a Wednesday, and the next day my husband died. It was completely different death, totally different. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, That's why I said it had been 13. Pardon me? That's why I said I had a very tragic 2013. And um, why did your son die? Uh, it was an accidental overdose. Uh, overdose, that's okay. Because I wanted to say that your son is recovering. He's still, I want to say, in his feelings, he's very isolated still. I would send a lot of prayers to him. Your husband's very much with you. And he's helping his son, but he can't do, you can only do what you can do, you know. Right. Your son's going to be fine where he is. He's going to be fine, but right now he's in recovery. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. 
Yes, it does. And what, what did your husband die of? Because he doesn't look like he's very... Uh, he looks like he's pretty well on that side, if you know what I mean, but he's worried about you. Uh, he was. He had been sick for a while, and I think there were probably some some pill issues, too. We, I never... Basically, his death certificate said that he died of emphysema. Okay. But he was really done, wasn't he? He was tired. Oh, he was exhausted. Yes, he was exhausted. Yeah, I can see that. And he wants so much to protect you. Um, do you have a daughter? you have another child? I have another child, but it's not a daughter. And where's he? Where's your other son? How old? He's 30. I do have a granddaughter. Oh, good. Okay. Well, well I want to say this is your son is very immature, is he? My son? The the 30-year-old? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's right on the cusp. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not saying it in a pejorative way. I'm not trying to beat him up. I'm saying that he has a, a very, he's very young inside in a certain way. And your granddaughter, people have been very reeling in your family. Everybody's kind of lost. Yeah. From, from, from these huge losses. It's been, it's been too much. And I feel like your husband was taken almost like as too much grief that he couldn't handle any more pressure. And that's what he looks like. And he's very concerned about you. You could handle it. But I see the little girl. How old is she? How is she six? How old is she? No, she's 13. Okay. Six. Why do I get six? But in any case, uh, when she... Okay. So... She's she's actually quite sweet, but she's a little bit lost yes. over what what's gone on and who she is. And there's a really deep companionship for you with her. Do you know that? No, I don't. Does she seem alien? She I seems don't. alienated. But on one hand, and on the other hand, the guy's just saying she has the ability to be closer to you in this state of grief and transformation than you realize. She's, um, and her dad uh, has been very immature, but he's, he's kind of trying to grow into it. It's, too, it's all too much for all of you. You realize that. It's just been too much. Thank you very much, right? Well, her dad is the one that packed, my other son. The son, oh, my son that died last year. Is your other son the one that the one that's still living is taking responsibility for her sometimes? Yes, he does. Yeah, that's really important. That's part of the family's. Uh, that's part of your family's learning curve. You see. There's a there's a right. thing between you and your granddaughter and her uncle. Is there a mother there? Is there? I, I'm seeing more of the three of you. Look out! How? Well, I have my mother and father-in-law. I don't know if that's who you're thinking of. As far as my granddaughter's mother, we don't have a relationship with her.
starting to I'm sorry, are you there? You know, yep. You can't hear me? Okay. I, Can you I hear me now? I'm, walk, I'm walking around. Is this better? No, yes. I, yes, much better. Okay. So um, this is a this is a learn this is really a hard thing for me to say to you because I know what grief mm-hmm. it's not okay I'm sorry okay here we go I'm trying to move around so it's better is this better yes it's better okay okay um, okay I just want to finish this thought. Charlene is I hope you can hear me is that the three of you are all gaining from this loss like nobody's business and there's going to be a kind of a a a pyramid that you're building the three of you because of all this your your soul set that up understand okay I think so Well, trust me, just keep talking with them if you can. Okay. Okay. Because you really need that. that. They really need it. Right. Right. Okay. I will do that. Okay. I'm sorry that our connection was so awful. It's okay. It's not a problem. I appreciate your time. Okay. Well, bless you, and I'm okay. sorry for all your losses, but the gains will come. Thank you so much. It's good to hear. Thank you very, very much. All right. Blessings. All right. Well, that's a hard thing to see, and I hope you can hear me okay. Can you, Don? You'll stop me if nobody can hear me, okay? Um, Ali, is Aliyah? And now your audience hears me. And Aliyah is okay. on line three, and we do hey, have Aaliyah. Lisa on Welcome line four, show. and we have the men pin on the floor. Okay. Hello. We're both on cell phone. <laughs> is this you, Aaliyah? Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, can you hear me? Hi. Can. can you hear <laughs> It's a bad connection yes. tonight. I don't know what's going on. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, how are you doing? You're looking good. Unusual ones continuously. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And uh, somebody's. I can be cheeky. Yeah, you're saying on a. What's that? I said I could be cheeky and say nice hairdo. Somebody's act again. It's concerted. Well, that's the ocean water. That's why I say it's Voice America. Oh, good. So you've got to tell your question to me because this is a bad connection. Uh, Just anything that you see for me. I mean, uh, will things start moving forward, you know, soon? (laughs) Because we still seem like there's a lot of stuff that's not moving. But you know something, I told you I told you this last week, that you're lighter than you used to be. And there's a, um, not lighter, but there was a defensive protection, like an aura of protection. And now I'm seeing, what's happening there, hey? What a lot of noise. 
Mom, there's not a lot of noise here. Okay. So I just want to say that you are coming towards something that's happening. Is your Kickstarter not working? It's very slow. Um, it's not really running very well. Um, and I think you told me it was too early. <laughs> uh, so I'm... I'm I'm just saying, okay, well, I guess she was right. <laughs> well, it just seems like you're getting brighter and brighter and things are going to happen for you. You see? Things are going to work for you. And it's just starting to uh, awaken now. I think it's just something that's going on with you and the planet. You know what I mean? It's not just you. So um, you're rising into a time where you're going to make a big change and this is what coming, you know, that's what you're you're waiting for right now. Uh, I just see... Yeah, I think I've been waiting... Go ahead. What's that? No, you go ahead. Oh, oh I just wanted you to finish that thought. Okay, well, I just see something's beginning to happen for you. It's like you've been waiting and you're changing... And in that changing, you're going to radiate at a higher level, and people are going to start finding your work more attractive, and it's much more volatile in terms of connecting and dy being dynamically connecting with people. And that's just starting to happen. It looks like it's just perking. So let's pray for that and give it a hearty push. Yeah, well, okay. I've been pushing. <laughs> <laughs> just shine hey <laughs> shine light on it shine light on it yeah and for everybody who wants to do a kickstarter Leah's card and divination um cards and book right cards and book oh yeah there's a card there's a deck of basically the main offers are deck of cards uh which come with uh what i call a key book which is a reference book that would allow you, that you can use on any smart device uh, for any tarot deck. And that would be, you know, part of the parcel with the, the cards. And then there's also a class, which I'm calling, I started calling it the master class, but I'm, I'm going to call it the mastering the tarot class. And that's a series oh, of MP3 files. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be like a, a class where you can learn how to do it. So that'll be fun. So we want people to pitch in so you can kickstart a big project here, right? Yeah, it'd be nice to have a few more people. Uh, I've already made my goal, but it'd be nice to have a few more people online because it's a beautiful product. Uh, it's called the Tarot of Creativity, and there's two versions mm -hmm. of it on Kickstarter. There's a version I tried last year, and the new version uh, which if you do a, a search on Kickstarter for tarot, you would find my deck, but twice. So look for the new one, because the old one obviously is closed now. So the new one has mm. the keybook included. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about the keybook and the class, because there's a lot of information that I'm getting right now about how to do cards, how to communicate this really easily to people so they can really pick it up very easily and start communicating with their guides through the cards. Um, that's my main, main, main means of communication with my own guides. 
So I use those all the time. Well, that's wonderful. That is wonderful. All right. Thank you so much for waiting. And I do apologize for our connection. I don't know what's going on. What's going on in the universe? <laughs> well, we've had massive solar flares. So we've had, oh, we've had massive solar flares. two computers that won't work, and now it's the cell phone that's a bit crazy. So there you have it. Yeah, mine went completely blank the other day. Dark. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So maybe people at home will let us know. And I think we have another caller, Elias, so I'll say goodbye with much love. And I, right. I haven't put my donation into Kickstarter, but I'm going to do that. I just got busy. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I'll send you the link again. I just forget. I'm okay. not a very good advertiser. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I just want to put my work out there. That's all. So, I know. It's, one, it's wonderful. A lot. So um, keep on going. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for everything you do. Ah, uh, and you too. All right, darling. And I think we do have another caller, do we, Don? Elise. Elisa? Yes, we absolutely do. Fantastic. Lisa, you're hey. on the air. Hey, Veronica. Hi. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm fine. I'm frustrated with this solar flare in my ear, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you hear me? Yeah, I sure can. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. We have to do semaphore um, up over buildings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I feel a little bit like the last person that you just spoke to, um, just in regards to, like, I'm waiting for something. I feel like I've called you maybe once a month now, and I feel like I'm right in the middle of some huge either breakdown or breakthrough. Um, and I don't even know what specifically I should be asking about, but I know that my health is on my mind and my work is on my mind. And I, I guess mostly importantly is, is the health issue that I've been going through. Do you see that? I'm figuring out what that is because I'm pulling out all the stocks and I'm just going for it. I'm going to spend money that I don't have to figure out what's going on with me. And the health issue, is that what you're saying? Health? Yes. Is in how, how well you are? Okay. Yes. Um, and is it, to, is it to do with, uh, what are you doing? Are you doing a cleansing? No. It's, um, uh, I guess it's hair loss, but I'm thinking I'm going to go to an endocrinologist and see if perhaps I have Hashimoto's disease or something wrong with my thyroid. I think that's a really good idea. You also need to do a cleansing in your belly. You know what? I, one of my favorite nutritionists says that the thyroid, most of those problems have to do with some kind of hidden uh, infection. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I'm looking at you and saying your belly, your belly needs to be cleared out. And um, I would say that there's some kind of toxic residue running through your body. It even affects your brain sometimes so that you feel like your brain feels a little odd. You know what I mean? It's like you're usually really smart and clear, and this feels a little like something's kind of pushing on it in various parts. And I'm going, yeah, do, do a cleanse. It's not that hard, is it? Okay. Well, Have you done that before? 
No, because I weigh very little, and I don't really like um, not putting food in my body. <laughs> I'm 5'9". Yeah, it isn't that. It isn't that. It isn't that. It's that you just need to make sure you're clearing out leftover, for example, flour products, you know, up, up your ground flax at bedtime, and uh, just make sure that you've cleaned out a little more of your intestinal tract because I get something kind of brewing in there. And um, even if you're little, I'm like, you know, we still, elimination is very, very important. So you can eat and all that, but I would stay away from creamy things with flour in them, that sort of thing, just for a few days or a week or something, and make sure you take a good amount of, uh, somebody told me ages ago, a couple of tablespoons of flax in hot water at bedtime can make you sleep better, and also it's a very a relatively gentle cleanse, but taking okay. it for a few weeks, um, even the bags under my eyes go away. And uh, so there's a cleansing thing there that's cheap and non-toxic and non-threatening. And, uh, you know, I, I just want something done because there's a discoloration in what's going on in your belly. And I find it affects your head and the part underneath your eyes and your thyroid. And I'm going, it could be simpler than we realize just a little toxicity that's interfering with stuff. And and as far as I'm concerned, I'm sensitive and so are you. And it doesn't take much for my whole body to go, I'm getting sick or something. And it's uh, sometimes it's just a matter of rebalance, you know? Yeah, well, I hope you're right because it's been ongoing for like two years now and I haven't been able to figure it out. Um, wow. Have, have you tried all the stuff we just talked about? I did go to someone that gave me something for my stomach and that did that for two months, but it didn't stop. He was an herbalist. What did, so, she, give you? But uh, what, what did she give you? Herbs, a mixture of herbs that were supposed to help flush out my stomach. Um, but either way, yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go yeah, to the yeah, one, more, one, one more thing I want to say is that I've done five or six different things and only one of them works or two of them works. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, a, it's about you personally and because you had a lot of emotional things going on, Stressors. Yeah. there's other things that need clearing out. So I don't think of you as really sick, but I think your belly needs to be sorted out. Um, so I would ask your nutritionist or your uh, naturopath or whoever you go to to say I'd like to try a variety of things because it's not working. Plus they're going to do some tests on you, aren't they? Um, uh, yeah, probably. So we'll see. Um, but really quickly, just in regards to work, do you see that happening soon? I know I've asked you this before and you've told me things are going to happen, but it's coming down to the wire where like they have to happen. <laughs> Well, you may find yourself getting a job that you're not crazy about. There's a job for you, and I'm going, oh, it's not what you want to do, but it'll get you through for a little while whilst you keep writing and applying for uh, more creative jobs. I thought you were going to get involved in a... I I had several different directions in which you are, Mm -hmm. and uh, those haven't happened, so let's put those up on the shelf. 
And But I do see this time you're going to be doing something you don't necessarily want to do, but it'll work for you for a while. And then another, a more creative thing will come up. Okay. Keep applying. Do you go to a tech agent or a temp agency? No, but I think I'm going to just apply to sub, be a substitute teacher, which is something I really don't want to do. But, but it's funny because um, well, you could do that, actually. That's one way to go. Mm-hmm. But there's another one that's um, more like it's an, an attempt agency. Uh, and it's kind of office but there's lots of writing. And mm-hmm. you don't hate it. You don't love it. But it's not as enervating as uh, substitute teaching. The thing with substitute teaching, it's hard for you is that you're either on, you're off. You're on, you're off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, put my feelers out. Can't hurt. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm, yeah. Keep trying, honey. Okay. You'll be well, okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Well, it is hard, and I, there's several people that I've um, talked to, and I haven't been right about. So I'm not really. I keep saying to people, I don't think I want to do predictions. First of all, predictions are harder to do than they've ever been before, and that's because the change factor is at an all-time high. I'm sure a lot of you have felt that before. And I just feel um, uncomfortable saying this is going to happen and that's going to happen at this time and at that time. Because it's interesting, if I I were to be a psychic, I love this, I I just see that the frontier, what's ahead of us, is flowing and changing and you know, you're focusing on this and Mary Lou's focusing on that and Freddie's focusing on that. And all those focuses are actually manifesting a lot faster than they ever were before, too. So that means that outcomes can change, right? So I can tell Lisa that this or that's going to happen, and I feel badly when it hasn't happened for her. And um, another one is Zaya. There's several of you out there. Peg and so on, and I feel really badly about the predictions don't quite work that way. The guides are showing me right now that a lot of it is because you and many of you listening to this show are working out your soul journey, your issues of trust, your issues of surrender, your issues of um, getting right into the room. We started talking about getting into your purpose, your soul's purpose. Um, Aravinda talks about it being the Dharma. Somebody else I met recently says, no, no, it's not the right word. But I liked using that, which was your Dharma and my Dharma, the purpose that I came to this planet for. And if you're in your Dharma and your soul's purpose, and so am I, we're both making a large contribution to the planet and to the collective. And uh, so that's what I'm thinking when we're talking about soul's journey, that Lisa, for example is being smacked around and pushed into a place where she will actually be on track with her soul's purpose and her journey. I think that's a really important thing. And one of the ways that you can tell if you're on your soul's journey is if you're, uh, for example, um, 
Lisa says she's going to substitute teach, and she doesn't want to. And she gets a feeling, maybe I, I didn't ask for this, Lisa, but you get a feeling, as soon as I go into Lisa, substitute teaching as an empath, I start yawning like mad. I go, ew. I don't think she wants to do that. And not only that, she's a very, very creative woman with a lot of empathy and a lot of, uh, what would we say, um, <coughs> excuse me, she's got a lot of creativity and a lot of, um, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of creativity and a lot of, um, like the poetic, the writer, the uh, creative soul. And I'm going, well, so if she wants to substitute teach, she's better to probably create classes that she can charge for because it would be the kind of writing that she would really care about. That's kind of getting into her soul journey. She's also learning to express. Deep in your soul journeys, Lisa, you're expressing, you're wanting to express those or clarify issues of the soul that are coming up for people. So if you're writing a script or a play, you're going to want to have interactions between characters that are going to push them to come up with a deepening soul journey. Does that make sense? And that isn't always the case when we substitute teaching in school. And if you need the money, go do the substitute teaching because you know what? It isn't helpful to get flat, flat broke. And Aaliyah, Aaliyah's here and has, uh, you've told me this, Aaliyah that you were born and you knew when you were little that you were here to help that help move the planet to the new earth, which is the heaven on earth, the people in the fifth dimension, people creating um, in a feeling, a collaborative feeling of love, love for all, win-win for the planet, win-win for the universe. We haven't gotten there yet. I don't know if you ever listened to the news, but you have a soul journey that says, I can do that by creating images, images that spark multidimensionality, images that open people. They're like portals. The images that you create are like portals for other people to go through, but they may awaken as well. And you haven't found yourself in the position yet to do that. And it's really hard because being a light worker like that, they don't put that in temp agencies, do they? But the thing you have is a whole lot of visual You've got all kinds of symbolic and sound, sound, light, and symbol presentations coming through you and also the words that really help other people to evoke what it is there uh, would turn them into a portal for the fifth dimension. So you just got to find a way to do that. And what they often will say is you just keep doing it until the, the wheels click, right? What, uh, big pardon? Julia? Julia, welcome, welcome to the show. How are you, darling? Doing good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Just I'm annoyed with this uh, connection. We have to put up with it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little delay. How are you? Oh, there's a little bit of a delay. Well, never mind. Tell me what you're looking at, and we'll see if we can muster our way through. Okay. Well, this is actually my first time calling in, and I'm really not welcome, sure welcome. as to what kind of... Thank you. And I'm really not too certain as to what questions to ask. I was going to ask you about careers, but again, that's nothing... Uh, well, let me I ask you not... this. What, what... 
It doesn't matter. How old are you? I'm 32. Okay, good. Because what I'm looking at in your soul's journey is that, first of all, you are, you are a communicator. You have a very powerful, this is your soul's journey. And you have a very powerful way. Oh, my goodness, you're going to transform. Do you have babies yet? Yes. Two? Three. Okay. Because here's what they're showing. You're going to transform in this life. Words are really important to you. Communication is really important to you. Heart is really important to you. And these babies, yes. these babies have brought your truth forward. It's because of having, let me see. You know, when I was talking about Aaliyah and I said her symbols are helping people to mm-hmm. find portals into their multidimensional self or their fifth dimensional self, your babies. Um, are really meant to be through you, and they have awakened in you some of the aspects of yourself that are going to bring you home to yourself in this life. I hope you can hear me, because I know there's disruption on the line. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Okay, so, and uh, do you do you work out of the home right now? I do. Yes, I do. Okay, and is it the work that you really want to do? It's not, is it? Well, I'm it's kind of like a social worker, so I do speak with people, many people throughout the day, so I'm very sociable as you stated, but I'm not too certain if this is something I should stay in or be home with my family instead. Can you you're married, aren't you? Yes. Okay. So here's what they're saying, okay. Um Okay, social work is a good foundation, and your babies are really, really important in terms of your career as well as in terms of your home and family. And they're saying you're going to find a way to reduce the number of hours, and you're going to be taking a course or two. You're going to augment your social work with some kind of healing, or and you're going to create a process, um, some kind of process where you're going to help groups of people to uh, invigorate the meaning you're going to help people become truer and truer to themselves. And it's a process you're going to create. And you may do a few of them sometimes and more of them sometimes. You're 32 mm-hmm. now. By 34, you'll be doing that. And we're saying that you may be working less time so you have time with your babies. And then you're going to develop your own work pattern on, on how you're putting these little groups together, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. And I think, and as you get older, there's books, there's books. Do you ever do art therapy? No, but I do love to do art, color, drawing, et cetera, so. Well, you might be taking some kind of an art therapy course or something, because I see these little groups, and then I see these images. They're not the same as Aaliyah's, but images mm-hmm. through which you understand where people are blocked. And I see these, like, little circles that are really manageable for you. Sometimes they can be of children, sometimes they're adults. It isn't, you'll just do what you're trying to learn right now, thank you very much. And there will be money mm-hmm. for you, not maybe thousands, millions, but... You will like it. And I would say the answer to your question is 
balancing home and family with your service in the world is what you're going to be doing and not not quite mm-hmm. as intense as what you've been doing so far. Because it's creative, mm-hmm. it's artistic, you know? That makes sense? Yeah. Yes. Very much. Appreciate it. And I think your husband's a nice man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank we you love for calling him. in. And... <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a thing. You're we welcome, love but I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, honey. Take care, and thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear? Isn't this a crazy night? (laughs) It is. I I think it's fabulous fun. I I know that there's (laughs) just um, very little bit of... Is there feedback or am I doing okay? You're doing just perfectly. Okay. Veronica, this is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you doing? I would... I'm I'm good. I wanted to know if it would be okay if I would just rattle off three or four um, pieces of information that might be helpful for the person that was concerned about her about her health with her thyroid, particularly. Please go ahead. Would that be would, okay? Number one is Dr. Dan Brownstein is phenomenal, and he has a book specifically on the thyroid. Yeah. And number two, number two, probiotics, very, very important to help balance out the good and bad bacteria in the gut. Number right. three, okay, dimitaceous earth food grade will will help clean things up. Diatomaceous earth, right. Yeah, good. food grade, has to be food grade. Mm-hmm. And then quality enzymes to help digestion and be, be sure that there's a good amount of protease in the, the uh, digestive enzymes. Protease, and then okay. For, sil- for, for, in- for infection, silver, nano-silver, so it's tiny molecules. Okay. Nano-silver. That, 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 yeah, that's it. That, that should is, help is cover that- the bases. Is Brownstone the one who's, who won't treat anybody for thyroid if they haven't been off gluten for three months? I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that, but that's <laughs> definitely a, a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, because uh, she her belly. But I really appreciate your call, Deborah, because that uh, brought together so many of the aspects of why the thyroid and the belly could be very linked up, you know. And, and she can clean up without having to go Okay. One more thing that's critically important is iodine. Oh, Most of right. us are iodine. Critically, critically iodine deficient. Well, let me ask you this. Have you been to this whole thyroid thing? Yes. Wow. Well, I really appreciate you calling in, darling. All right. Much love to all of you. <laughs> yeah, much I, love I to you. I think we should do a Thank just call-in program. We should do just okay. a people call in once a month, maybe. That's a good idea. We'll do that. 
Thank you for the suggestion. Those of us that love those of us that love to listen to you, I, I just have a hard time calling in. I just want to hear you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm glad that you called in so we could hear you tonight. And I have to go or they'll okay. boot me off stage after all the craziness. Thanks, right. Deborah. Uh, this is Veronica Entwistle. Yeah, thank you. This is Veronica Entwistle saying, uh, how about uh, going into my website, veronicaentwistle.com. Give me some feedback. There's an Ask Veronica button there. Let me know what you think of Paradigm Shifters and the various subjects we're covering on that. I also, and if you'd like to have a, a session with me, I would love to meet you through a session. There's information on the site about that. But also think of Rowena. Patty Kreider, who's given tremendous light service for many years and who passed last weekend at the age of 79. Look her up, Kreider, K-R-Y-D-E-R, and see the wonderful contributions, contributions she made to the symbols and beauty and uh, refinements of teaching, both teaching and house building. She's an amazing contributor, and she will be missed on the planet. So this is Veronica Antwistle saying thank you so much for listening, even though it was, like, crazy with all the interruptions, and thanks for all your calls. Many, many blessings, much love, and good night.